Okay, great. I'll do it. So, let me read this for us. Um, hopefully you guys already read it just a bit in your group. But. So, this is from John 20, uh, which we're yet again in this week, from the nearby senior. Verse 19. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Uh, so let's, let's try something this morning. Um... Let's all just try to take a breath. Feel free, if you'd like to close your eyes, you can close your eyes. Get in a, get in a breathing posture. And just... Mmm, someone's really getting into it over there. Just in through your nose. Hold. Exhale. Let me try that a couple times. Mmm. Breathing is kind of what's up. I don't know if you guys try it much, but it's one of those things. What's it called? Diaphragmatic breathing? Is that what I'm saying that right? Yeah, it's right. I've literally gone to physical therapy before. One of my exercises was just breathing. She's like, yeah, do this, do this for two minutes. Then you're back and breathe for two minutes. You know? It's like really breathing because we don't do that a lot, apparently. And it's kind of good for you, right? Like, it's your lungs are like a muscle that you actually have to work out. Yeah. You know that you notice this a lot if you've ever like tried to like uh, do much diving, you know, just like free diving, and you're like 12 seconds under the water, and you're like, all right, well, I'm gonna die. And you have to go back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like I remember doing this a lot longer when I was a child. Um, yeah, that's like a muscle, uh, and sometimes you gotta give them a healthy workout. So healthy breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, right, increases oxygen levels, increases blood flow, right, increases energy, it actually even improves your posture, and of course it's, it's kind of just good for like centering your heart and your mind, isn't it? Um, they've got all these studies now, of course, for a generation of mindfulness, uh, We've got all these studies now that, that in, tell us about what 30 minutes a day does for us of just breathing and mindfulness, right? Who would have thought? I think it's, I think it's hinting at something why, the, why there's studies that exist that say that coffee drinkers uh, live longer, you know? It's like maybe the people who take the time to sit with a cup of coffee, you know? I don't know. 
Uh, <laughs> I remember one of my friends who used to live in the neighborhood tried to tell me that uh, if you smoke a pipe, there's studies that say if you smoke a pipe, you live longer. And I'm like, no, there's that's not true. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but I think it's the same kind of sentiment, you know, like, well, probably people who smoke pipes are probably like, you know, I don't know, maybe they just sit around a lot. I don't know. But I don't think that's true. But, um, yeah, yeah. It's funny, though, because we live in a time where the very act of breathing is difficult. You know what I'm saying? It's like just trying to exhale through my mask has got me inhaling my own whatever's happening in there. You know? It's like not the way God intended. Like, this is supposed to go to a tree somewhere. Uh, you know, not right back in my face. Um, yeah. Isn't it so meaningful that this first appearance that Jesus has with his disciples after his resurrection, that he's found breathing? You stop and think about that. Like, he is, his body is breathing. Right? Jesus' body is not just some, like, thing that's being puppeteered by God Almighty, right? There's some sort of seemingly interdependence with Jesus' lungs and the oxygen and air around him post-resurrection. Even though somehow he like a- appeared among them, right? Through a wall, right? Boot, PC with you, right? It's the first thing you're going to say, right? Uh, everybody calm down. Yes, I'm here. And I'm breathing, right? This is so interesting. Uh, it's unexplainable. His, his body is functional again, somehow dependent on the air around him, question mark. Uh, something, something holy, I think, is happening as we breathe. Uh, and we've talked about this a handful of times. But, uh, you know, I think something about our breathing is a continuation today of the breathing of the risen Christ. Um, so here Jesus is in this text, and, and it's the first time with his, his disciples. He's just encountered the ladies in the garden. And uh, Emily talked about that last week. And, uh, and now um, he's, he's here. This first time his disciples are seeing him. Of course, Thomas isn't here. This flows right into the text where he's like, I ain't going to believe it until I see it, right? And uh, so it, and it's interesting, too, because I guess Thomas misses the whole breath thing. I don't know that it says later that, that he had an extra one for Thomas later, you know. It's like, oh, I forgot to breathe on you. Um, yeah, so he appears there, freaks everybody out. And, uh, and it says he sends them by breathing on them. Now, some of you guys get weirded out when we preach on, like, foot washing. And you're like, oh, Lord, if someone ever tried to wash my feet. I seriously had people freak out on me about that, thinking we are going to do a foot washing service. What if, what if we did, like, what if this became a sacrament, <laughs> right? You know, like, we just, like, breathed on each other. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like, I'm over here with communion, Emily's over here, you guys get to get in the line, and she's just like, <sighs> you know, like, what if that one became a sacrament, right? I mean, some people would be really, you know, you got a hard time with the foot washing thing. Yeah, receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You know, breath has always kind of been synonymous with uh, spirits hasn't it? Uh, we are reminded that the breath that created the world and all life, right, this very mouthpiece that brought everything into creation. Uh, some of you who study 
studied these things, right? Remember that in Hebrew, in Genesis, uh, that, that word for breath or spirit is, anybody? Who are the nerves? Nerves. Ruach, right? Look at somebody say, Ruach. I'm going to need a little more passion. Look at somebody say, Ruach. Ruach. I love this word because you can't say it without a little of that back of the mouth spittle coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's going to come. Like, this is why we all mask, right? We're safe, but, you know, it's coming out there. Uh, so in Hebrew, in Genesis 1, it says the ruach, the breath or spirit that hovers over, right, the uncreated waters there. Um, in that very first creation passage, and God spoke, it was so. Man, you can't say that without needing water, can you? Um, I love how the psalmist sings it in Psalm 33. We, we read this already, but it says, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all their hosts by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea as in a bottle. He put the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. So good, right? Hang on, i got to like refuel my, my spittle here. Excuse me. Hold up. Alright, so, uh, yeah, there's this, there's this Trinitarian image that happens there in the beginning, right? With the Father speaking the Word, right? Who's the Word? Can this point to anybody? Jesus, thank you, right? The Logos, the Word, right? The Father speaks the Word, and the Spirit is this loving breath. That is this relationship between the Father and the Son and the Word, right? There's this Trinitarian image, right? The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit we find as God the Creator. So good. This is so good. And so here, at the end of John's Gospel, right? You know, the one that begins with, in the beginning was the Word. This, like, first creation, right? It now here ends with this moment of God our Creator still breathing and still speaking now in Jesus' resurrection. And so he breathes on them and says, Receive the Holy Spirit. And then the whole thing is followed with, If you forgive, oh, it's forgiven. And if you retain, if you're going down that road, well, it's actually retained. There's this power in this breath and in these words. You know, for over a year, we've uh, scarcely been in the presence of one another's breath. You know, if you're, if you're actually in that, it's kind of like an intimate thing anymore, right? To experience someone's breath. I mean, this sounds weird, but like, it's only in your little intimate groups, right? Like, like breathing. Because we're covering the very parts of our bodies uh, that enable that. Um, and so, it's interesting that our, that our breath can actually carry something that can literally harm our neighbor. <coughs> I mean, really. You know, if you think about um, these like little invisible specks of spittle, <laughs> are you with me? Like this respiratory droplets of saliva 
and moisture carrying a world altering virus. I mean, this is this is what we're dealing with. Um, you know, COVID has been. Uh, you know, the, the kids. It's it's kind of an ironic miracle, are you think, that the children are rarely affected by this pandemic, because they are all up in the germ world. I mean, we've been trying to teach our, our daughter's almost eight, and we're we're still struggling with the whole like vampire, vampire. You know, like <laughs> if you've got to sneeze, vampire. You know. But their little minds can't process what their bodies are doing that quick. And so they're like, achoo! You know, and then they're like... <laughs> no, they're trying. They're trying. Uh, you know, every single time. One of my kids is sick. It's like they're up playing on that, and then, choo, right in the face. Just right in the face. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. You're like furious, but then you're like, it's okay, honey. <laughs> you know, no big deal. You know, it's it's amazing, right? We've all been like the disciples in our homes with the doors locked, haven't we? Uh, yeah, Jesus breathes on them. I find it fascinating that in this very gospel in John nine, if you remember, there's a man who's blind, and uh, if you remember how Jesus decided to heal this guy, he goes dirt, right? Just right in the dirt. He takes his hands, right? In the Hebrew, we would call it the adamah, the ground, right? And he spits in it, and he does his thing, you know, right on the dude's eyes, you know? No one saw it coming. The guy for sure didn't see it coming. He didn't know what was going on. You know? He was like, what, what's on my eyes? What's on my eyes? Jesus said, go watch. And he did, and he could see, right? Who does that? Jesus uses his spit, right? It's fascinating. Yet again, we find that our bodies and our very lives have this capacity for healing and for mending and for loving and for creating and for growing and for sight and yet also capacity for death and destruction and brokenness and blindness right? Both can happen. And so our gospel this morning is not just some ethical narrative for our spirit, but it reaches out through our bodies. It reaches out through our lungs. Jesus comes and he says, you've been gathered in fear, but I send you. I'm here to send you out, right? There's this kingdom authority that Jesus gives his disciples. And as we are filled with this Holy Spirit, with God's spirit, we are continually empowered to be co-creators with God in this good work in the world, in this new creation. So here in the, more nerd talk, here in the Greek, uh, it states where it says Jesus breathed, it's this Greek word, emphasile. So it's the only place in the New Testament where this word is, period. Uh, it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, but in the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation of the whole Bible, uh, this is the same verb that's used in Genesis 2-7 where it says God breathed to make creation. Essentially, the point being, there's this direct, for John's Gospel, there's this direct connection with what's happening here and what happened at the very beginning of creation. Where it says, 
Uh, and the Lord God formed the human of the dust of the ground and breathed into the human's nostrils the breath of life and became a living being, right? Essentially, John, the author of this gospel, is doing a large movement here in this text, right? We all know John. This ain't no synoptic situation, right? There's all, he's doing some interesting things here. A message is being formed. John is saying there is a new there is a new, there is a second creation that is happening here in the resurrection. Something more has now begun, right? There is a breathing of new life into our bodies, a new sight, a new light, right? There is a new creation. The inbreaking of this resurrection, of this eschaton, is upon us this morning. The gift of the Spirit is presented as that which the, the power that empowers the community to continue Jesus' work. And so you and we are invited into this work this morning. It's, it's pretty amazing, right? And so I want to pause for a second because I think that's, that's an important moment to reflect upon because I want you to know that you are part of God's new creation that we are a part of this new creation, this new thing in you. Did you know that God's creative Holy Spirit is in you right now? Think about that. And then the question kind of becomes, right? Well, okay. Are you, are you good with that? Are you open to what that might mean? in your life? Are you ready for what that means in your life? Will you go if you're sent? Forgive and they'll be forgiven. Don't forgive and they won't. Jesus leaves you, he leaves us with this invitation. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always been an invitation, hasn't it? Jesus leads the way showing us, right, how to forgive everyone and all. But yet, it's just sort of like a choice. Like, will you participate in this? Or will you not participate in this flow? Um, this morning is wrapping up these thoughts. Today, um, how do you know that, how do you receive your own forgiveness? But also, how is it this morning that you are forgiving others. How is it this morning that you are living into this breath that you have received in the world today? Who is it that maybe needs your forgiveness? Who is it that the Holy Spirit, how, how is it the Holy Spirit desires to, to use your work to proclaim the good news through your breath and through your words in your world, right? Who is it how is it need to be fleshed out? You know, I believe that if there's an enemy here, that enemy goes by uh, means of fear, right? We have a lot of fear, <laughs> you know. And fear, fear is sneaky. You know anything about fear? Fear is sneaky. And, uh, and, and sometimes there's a lot of like voices in our head situation. You know what I'm talking about. It's like, uh, they already know I love them. I don't have to say that. 
you know. They already know they're forgiven. I've got my own life to worry about, you know. You know, God did all that, so I don't have to do that. Uh, you know, it's like we just, it's like sneaky. Fear is sneaky, isn't it? You know, Jesus comes and he says, no, 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 I'm, I'm sending you. Speak words of healing. Baptize the nations. Forgive. How might our forgiveness be extended from us today into the world and into our communities? Who needs to be reminded that they are forgiven this morning? Jesus says, freely you have been. Freely you have received, so freely give. Man, may you take that next step this morning. May you embody this new creation. May we be on this journey of resurrection together this morning, right? May we, I don't know, may we, may we learn how to breathe again uh, together this morning. So let me, uh, I'll put another prayer for us. And uh, I'm going to invite Josh to come back up. And maybe, uh, maybe we can do that, that song again while we're waiting for the kids to come back. And um, I think that'd be a good, a good way to use this moment we've got here. So let's pray. Lord, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for this morning. There is a lot going on. There's a lot going on in, um, in the world, but there's, there's a lot going on in our hearts this morning. There's a lot going on in our minds. Lord, I see you coming to us this morning, and I see you in your resurrection breathing on us a gift. And you say to us, receive the Holy Spirit. Know that you are transformed and know that you may transform others. Know that this comes with an authority, a message, a word, a breath. Help us to be a people who breathe, God. A people who give life. A people who offer good and healing words in the world. We give you thanks, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen.